0: In the book of Jeremiah, we hear the story about how God told the prophet to get up and go down to the potter's house. And in this moment, Jeremiah obeys God and he goes down to the potter's house. And he begins to see the potter. You see the potter's hands molding, working the clay. And you think even as an archaeologist would go even down to those lands and places and cities from Bible times, it's still quite the same. You see a whole lot of pottery over there. Pottery is a great part of their lifestyles. Every house you went in, you'd see pottery everywhere. you see clay everywhere, uh, broken pieces and all kinds of things everywhere. And then you would see the pieces that were done to absolute perfection. And when we look at the story, in the book of Jeremiah, and we read about how the prophet was told by God to go and look and watch what the potter was doing with the clay, we see this As a vision, we see it as a moment, a teachable moment from God. How it is that he wants us to see ourselves as said clay. And how it is that we should see the potter as God himself. So what we get out of this entire story is that, yes, we are the clay. We are flat. We're almost useless until we are placed in the potter's hand. And he begins to mold us, make us shape us, design us, give us an impartation, and equip us to be exactly who he called us to be. Let me give you some good news in this house. Most people oftentimes want to shout about everything that God gives them in terms of their new house, their new car. We'll shout and dance when we finally get booed up. <laughs> we rejoice over promotions and larger paychecks. We'll even be a part of a church and we'll look at how it is that God has blessed us over the last 10 years and see all of the great things that the potter has done uh, for church at the bridge and how he's used you to bless the city. And we'll rejoice over all of the tangible things that it seems like we have gained. And let me tell you something, it is not a bad thing for you to rejoice and for you to give God praise for all of the things that have physically manifested as a result of the blessing of God on your life. But let me ask you something, church of the bridge, can we give God praise on this day? In the middle of a snowstorm, and even those of you that are watching at home online, can you give God praise without even thinking about all of the physical manifestations of His blessings, but just simply thank God for the fact that His hand is on your life? Right? For the fact... Not about what he's given you on the outside that we can see with our eyes and use it as the testimony that God is good, but can we praise God simply for salvation? Can can we thank God simply for the Holy Ghost? And can we thank God that when we were just Mari Clay, He picked us up and He began to make something out of what would be nothing if He would have never put His hand on our lives? The truth of the matter is, God's blessings for church at the bridge. And I'm speaking this word prophetically as a body. Now, I'm going to get to you as an individual in a moment. But I want you to see uh, church at the bridge as the clay today. And, of course, see God as the potter. What God has done for you, he's done for no other. When the prophet Isaiah says in Isaiah 43, verse number 19, behold... I will do a new thing in you. Let me tell you something, my friends. We miss the new thing in life because we're always pursuing what has already worked for somebody else. We pursue what we've seen another church do. And we feel like if we can't measure to what that church has done because they're celebrated, we must not be doing something great. If God Almighty has over 7.5 billion people on earth. None of us have the same count of hair on our heads. None of us have the same fingerprints on our hand. There's never been a snowflake since the beginning of time that has fallen that has been the same exact shape and design as a previous snowflake. We look up into outer space and we can see stars and we can see the moon, and sometimes if you're like me and Madison, we get up early and we can see some planets. But watch this here. The vastness of space is unknown and it can't be numbered. This is all at the hand and the creation of God. No man and no woman has ever been born in the history and the existence of the world that has your blood, that has your eyes, that has your hand, that has your thought, that has your anointing. Because before you were formed in your mother's womb, God didn't go around and ask for a survey concerning the opinions necessary concerning how he would develop you. God didn't ask anybody what they thought he should do when he made you as an individual. Likewise, it is when God gave Pastor Jose and Pastor Annette the vision for church at the bridge. He didn't go and ask any pastor, well, what do you think I should put in Jose and Annette before they start this church that I've given them? He didn't ask any bishop, do you think they're qualified or do you think that they're worthy? No, what God placed on them and what we see manifesting today, it was already done from the beginning of time. So I'm fussing right now. What makes you think you've got to try to duplicate What somebody else has already accomplished in order for God to get the glory out of what this place is, known as Church at the Bridge. When the potter placed you in his hand, he had nothing but excellence, perfection. In fact, Psalm tells us you were fearfully and wonderfully made. Ain't no duplication at the potter's house. You are not a recycled version of another great ministry. You are not the hand-me-down version of another famous mega church. Church at the Bridge is a work of pottery that the world has never seen before. Because it's made up of individuals. Every man and every woman under the impact of my voice in this room. And every man and every woman under the impact of my voice online. Watch this here. You have been uniquely designed for your unique purpose. This is one of the reasons why when you try to share your vision with some people, they don't get you and they can't understand you. Because the vision that you have as a church and as pastors and the vision that you all are manifesting in the streets and in the community, they've never seen it before. What you all are doing has never been done before. Anytime people can understand what you got going on and you say God gave it to you, if they can understand it right away, I'm challenging you to go back into your prayer closet and hear from God again. Because folks that haven't been praying with you can only comprehend what you got going on like that because they've seen it before. But the reason why, my God, I know I'm all up in Church of the Bridges business right now. But the reason why you got haters and you got people that will fight against your pastor, fight against your leader, get all up in newspapers trying to come against what God is doing here, it's because God has done something at the potter's house. He has made and molded. My God, my God. He has shaped you in such a way that to those that don't know what you know, you will come off as crazy. You will come off as awkward. You will come off as desperate. You will come off as trying to do too much. But when they say you're doing too much, don't even take the blame for it. Just let them know the potter's at work in me. The potter's at work in Church of the Bridge. The potter's at work in my pastors. The potter's at work in my life. Watch this, it's not up to you to get people to try to understand what God is doing. You just gotta keep letting the potter do his thing and you keep on being on display. God wants to use you, church at the bridge, as the proof that his power is still real, that his anointing is still working, and that the devil is always defeated, no matter how hard he tries to get the victory. Somebody on the internet just type, the potter's at work in me. And those of you in the room, tell your neighbor, say the potter's just working with me. what they're doing doesn't seem like a church why would a church be in a club it ain't a club no more it used to be a club but when we came in here it became a synagogue it became a cathedral it became a church Oh, I know some of them people over at Church of the Bridge, they just got saved, already acting like they love the Lord so much, doing worship, serving. You ain't supposed to serve yet. They just came to the Lord. I remember who they used to be. You got that right. This is why you don't even recognize me sometime, because who I used to be, I'm no longer that man anymore. Who I used to be, I'm no longer that woman anymore. This is why some folks, you be saying hi, you don't remember me, and they're like, no. That's because they still remember the old you. But watch this, when you came to church at the bridge, you came to the hospital for the saints. You got well. God changed you. God shifted you. God made you new. And now he's using you for his glory because you're in the potter's. That's the potter's touch. And I want to prophesy right now in the name of Jesus that the same way that God brought you to this place, changed your life shifted your life, delivered you from sin, created in you a clean heart and literally turned your life around I want to decree and declare this prophetically over the house, this will be the year that you will see it multiply in the mighty name of Jesus for every one soul, you're going to see two souls, and for every two souls you'll grow to four souls, and for every four we'll turn to eight, when God said in the book of Genesis, chapter number one verse number 28, he was talking to Adam and Eve and he said be fruitful and what? He says then God blessed them. How many of y'all are blessed? And God said to them what? And what? And what? And what? And what? Wait, have have what? Have what? Have what? Now understand this we're no longer living in the days of Adam. When God spoke this specific scripture here, when we're reading this, we're reading it in context, God is depending on Adam and Eve to make sure we got here. We're no longer living in the days of Adam and Eve. God is not counting on Dominique and I to make more people. Believe me, we are finished. And don't nobody try to prophesy well, you don't know what the Lord's going to do. Oh yeah, I do, I do. We're done. But when you read this scripture today, Church at the Bridge, I want you to see what the Potter's really done for you. Because as this was in physical multiplication of people, now we're responsible for multiplying souls. With this being the year 2024, the year of more, we're talking about expansion and growing and spreading. Oh, I don't want you to be so focused on the, the selfish version of more. I want you as, as, as Uncle Marcus would say, be focused on the kingdom version of more. When the potter's making you and molding you, he's not equipping you for selfish gain. He's making you and molding you for the purpose of expanding his kingdom. Do y'all have the amplified version of that scripture? Uh, Genesis chapter number one, verse number 28. Let's look at the amplified version. This is what's happening at the potter's house for you. And God What? Bless them. Alright, now when we see them, that's plural. So we're gonna we're gonna say church at the bridge. All right, wherever we see them. Ready? And God blessed church at the bridge. granting church at the bridge. certain authority. So, so before he tells us what to do, he gives us the power to be able to do what he's getting ready to do. Let me give you some good news Church at the Bridge For what God has called you to do this year He's already equipped you He has granted you the authority That word in the Greek is dunamis Which is God power So he says God blessed Granting What did he give you? How many of y'all know you got authority in here? What's this here? When you look at the specifics there of certain authority, this don't mean corrupt authority. Because some Christians will get authority from God and it will be corrupted. This is, oh, can I go, can I go deeper a little? Somebody say, take a dive. See, there's a Hebrew word, mimshak. M-I-M-S-H-A-C-H. Now, those of you that are going to go Google what I'm talking about, it be like, well, he know what he's talking about. You might see it spelled two different ways, C-H or C-K at the end, but Mimshak, everybody say Mimshak. Mimshak. It's the anointing to expand, increase, and spread. Ooh, you see that? That was perfect. It hit right on point. I said spread like heaven. Somebody shout Mimshak. And I'm giving it to you like this because the English language has about 170,000 words in floating and in rotation. But when you go into the Greek and to the Hebrew, you get about 350,000 words. Which means when you take an English word and you, uh, you translate it into Greek or Hebrew, you get a greater revelation of that word. So I'm giving it to you as mimshak because I want you to remember it and I want you to teach others when you leave here because I believe this is going to be a part of the conversation for 2024, being the year of more, Mimshach is the anointing to what? And And what? And And what? Now, why did I have to point out this certain authority to you? Because there was a gentleman named Lucifer once upon a time. The book of Ezekiel called Lucifer the anointed sheriff. Lucifer was, and Satan still is, Powerful. Anointed. I know that sounds weird, doesn't it? But when he was Lucifer, he was in right standing with God. He got his butt kicked out for being prideful and trying to take over the throne. I'm paraphrasing here. When he got kicked out of heaven, he took one-third of the angelic host with him. But he did not lose the anointing. How do I know that Satan didn't lose the anointing? Well, this is why so many people that aren't saved and they aren't believers are spreading. Woo! Their gifts are making room for them. Their businesses are thriving. Music artists, movie stars, actors, actresses, business people, they, they don't love the Lord. And some of them have absolutely denounced God. But why does it seem like they're prospering? Well, that's Mimshack. It's an anointing that Lucifer had and has. The only difference now is it's now a corrupted anointing. This is why the enemy tries to use the unsaved to say, well, you're saved and you've been serving the Lord and you've been going to church and you've been giving. But look at them. They don't serve the Lord and they're prospering. That's a trick of the enemy to get you to believe that walking with God isn't necessary. But here's the revelation that God gave me. He gave Adam and Eve certain authority. He's given us certain authority so that we don't mistake corrupted anointing with pure anointing. In this season of expansion, in 2024 being a year of more, and if you really want to walk in Mimshak, the anointing to what? When you have the uncorrupted version of this, it's not going to be temporary. Temporary. I feel like preaching like I'm in the old Kojic Pentecostal church. Are y'all following me? You see, the devil can bless you too. But when the devil blesses you, it will only last for the season that he has the capacity to fool you. Because his supply isn't unlimited like God's. The devil has to bless person A to fool him And when he's finished fooling him, he got to take away what he gave person A to go bless person B. And when he finishes fooling person B, he got to go find person C. This is why you see so many in the world that seem to be so prosperous. Things go up and then they crash. Well, watch this. Let me give you some good news. Church at the Bridge and those of you that are watching online, when God brings on the increase, when God brings on the expansion, and when God brings on the spreading, it may seem like it's taken a little while for us but when he finally releases that blessing, when the floodgates finally come open, it will reign in your life with longevity. And it will cause generational blessings. Your children and your children's children and your children's children's children will still be benefiting off of the anointing that you tapped into because you recognized the certain authority. You flowed in God's authority. You flowed in an uncorrupted anointing. And let me tell you this, I hate to say it, but I gotta tell it to you, there are a lot of churches that are flowing in a corrupted anointing because they're getting where they're going and doing what they're doing and it's not about God. But the good news about Church at the Bridge, everything happening in this house is all about Jesus. Everything that's happening in this house is all about what God wants to do. It's all about how the Holy Ghost is moving and I declare unto you, you will not see backwards in this ministry you will not see downfall in this ministry, you will not see failure in this ministry because when the hand of God is on your life and you have yielded to it, no demon no devil, no attack, no evil will ever be able to stop church at the bridge from expanding increasing and spreading I'm in the potter's hand and that's what the potter's touch will do if you believe it say amen somebody somebody shout Mimshak. See, they're not going to understand how you're spreading and how you're growing and how even let's go to your house real quick Some of your businesses are going to begin to grow and how many of you, some of y'all gonna have fast Elevations and promotions and some of you in the room don't have the degree necessary for certain jobs But you're gonna get the job because of your natural ability and your boss will pay for you to go to school While they pay you to do the job. Come on somebody see that's Mem Shack Mimshack is when your unsafe family members are going to suddenly find themselves wanting to know more about Jesus just simply by how you're living in front of them, how you've gone out into the world and begin to teach your nation, which is your house, your beauty shop, your barbershop, your college campus, where you work, the gas station you go to, even at the courthouse. God can use you wherever you are. Somebody shout Mimshack. Mimshack. Many of you are going to realize God is increasing your salaries. Because of how you've been tithing, how you've been giving, how you've been sowing into good ground. Let me tell you something. Seed time and harvest is real. Wealth and riches shall live in your house. And I'm telling you this right now. If you were broke in 2023, you will not be broke in 2024. Every need will be met. Every bill will be paid. You'll have enough left over to enjoy yourself. And I declare this for somebody that has the vision to do it. You'll help others pay their bills this year. In fact, in fact, visualize yourself paying your bills in advance. Can I tell you a quick testimony about Mimshack on my life? I, I was telling Domi, I was getting, I got like three notifications the other day. And, you know, I got bills. Sometimes people think I don't have no bills. Yeah, I got, I got bills. I got two girls. What do you think? And a wife who likes nice stuff. Somebody said he got bills too. But I was I was with dummy and I, I, I kept getting notifications, right? And I said, What is this? And it was like, Congratulations on successfully paying off this. And I was like, okay. When did I pay off? And then I got another one like two days later. Congratulations to successfully pay. And I don't bought cars and stuff for my family members, and you know, I've been paying on them for. And I'm getting all these notifications. And what I realized was I had been overpaying the notes. and didn't even realize it. Uh, I got a, a check from our electric company. I don't know if it's like that in New York, but electricity is high. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got a notification, they were trying to send me a check. And I'm saying, what is this for? Because I, I had overpaid. Uh, I was driving down the road, you remember that, uh, I forgot the guy's name, but our landscaper, he sees me driving, and you can't miss me on the road. And he, he said, hey, Mr. Gill, and he's waving me down. I said, what do you want? And, Listen, he says, can you stop sending me $900 checks every week? I said, what are you talking about? He said, I've got like four $900 checks from you. Stop sending me $900 checks. So I'm getting mad. I'm getting ready to call my accountant and be like, what? what's going on? What's going on with these bills here? But then I had to pause and shout. I said, Lord, I didn't know $900 was coming out of my account. So so, 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 I begin to pray, right? And I begin to say, Lord, this isn't just for me. I need to release that anointing on the people that will sin under my preaching and declare that there will be money that you won't even know you have. There will be such increase on your life that you'll, you won't be shocked at your balance being lower than you thought. You'll be shocked when you realize you got more money than you thought. But let me tell you this. Let me tell you why this happens. This happens when you are a sower. Because God gives seed to the... The overflow is not for our personal gain and for our selfishness. When God blesses you with limitless increase, it's because he can trust you with it. He has seen how you've sacrificed. He's seen how you've blessed others. And he says, you know what? I'm not going to let you struggle financially all the days of your life when you've made sure my kingdom doesn't have to struggle financially. So with this anointing of expansion, don't say, Lord, I'm thanking you for how you're going to increase me. But you got to say, Lord, show me how you will use me to increase your house. There's a whole lot of stuff that I could have if I was all into myself. But my overflow... Oh, can, I t- can I give you one of my secrets on how I stay blessed? Can I? Come on, come on. See, I have certain accounts that are just for giving. My Cash App, <laughs> you can't use that in the store anyway, really, right? Unless you got the card. But my Cash App alone, that's my sewing account. So that when I see churches trying to do stuff, I can say, okay, here's 500 bucks, here's 100 bucks. They put the cash up on the screen. Oh, dummy, we're going to sow into that. That's just for sowing. And the Lord gave me that some time ago to say, you know what? If we put money into other things for our selfish gain, we can put money into an account for his kingdom. Some of y'all are going to go open up a bank account this week. All right, this is my seed account. Throw $10 in there, $20, $100, every, every time you get something loose. And now whenever a pastor says, hey, we want to do this project at church and we don't want to have to get no loan for it. All of the members of church at the bridge, y'all got your own personal. Oh, pastor, no problem. Transfer it. it. Bam. 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 See, in the kingdom, we do things backwards. In the world, if somebody's mean to you, you told going to go be mean back. Jesus say, turn up the cheek. In the world, if you want more money, you hold it all and let it stack up. But in the kingdom, when you want increase, you give. In the world, when you want to be exalted, you move people out of the way and get in front. But in the kingdom, when you want to be exalted, you take a step back and allow God. Good news for a man or woman in this room that feels like we're talking about expansion, we're talking about more, we're talking about gain, and it seems like I've been in a season of loss. Here's the good news about your life. Loss for us is not loss for the world. It's backwards. When we lose, we see it as gain. When we lose friendships, we see it as God making space for real friends to come in and be right. If you lose a position on your job, we see it as opportunity for God to promote you elsewhere. Are you hearing me? If you get denied the mortgage for a house, we see it as God making a way for you not to accept a house that's too small. Because he's got something bigger for you on the other side. If there's ever anything that seems to have been denied for this church, Pastor Jose, we don't see it as, oh my God, we failed, but we see denial as access to something better. It might take a little while, but when it's Mimshack and it's uncorrupted anointing, When you get the blessing, it will last from generation to generation, from glory to glory. If you believe that, say amen. Amen. But watch this now. God will intentionally, read this. God will intentionally delay your season of expansion until you intentionally release toxic burdens. What are some of the things that we're holding on to that we should have left in 2023 and already, it ain't even Martin Luther King Day yet, and you already back to entertaining some of those toxic things that you said you was leaving in 2023? Who are some of the people that you're still mad at? And God says, I need you to forgive them because they don't do nothing for them, but it will bless you. Forgiving them doesn't make what they did right, but it makes you free. And sometimes we're holding on to things that we are still angry about and haven't forgiven somebody over, and that will be the very thing that God will hold your expansion until you let it go because where God wants to take you, he don't want you bringing the toxic stuff with you. What are some of the mindsets and the thoughts that you've had about yourself? I'm not good enough. I don't come from a wealthy family. I haven't been saved long enough. I have a criminal background. I've made too many mistakes. And God says, until you intentionally release those toxic thoughts and start seeing yourself as a prize. Do like the Bible says in Hebrews chapter number 10, verse number 35. He says, cast not away your confidence, for it comes with great recompense of reward. That's faith and trust in what God can do in you. But a lot of people have casted away their confidence because they're more confident in what they see and not confident in what God said. There are things that you need to cast away. That word is apobalo in the Greek. Apobalo, not apple pie. Apobalo, apo, apobalo, apobalo. A-P-O-B-A-L-L-O, which means to cast the thing away, but more specifically, it means cast it away like trash. Blind Bartimaeus did this. My God, I know we gotta go, but I just get so full. Blind Bartimaeus did it, right? You remember? He was standing by the roadside begging. He heard that Jesus was coming by, and he also knew that Jesus was a miracle worker. And the Bible says that as Bartimaeus was preparing for Jesus to come by, he threw away his coat. What did he do? He got rid of a burden. He got rid of a distraction. That's what it means to up a, a thing. Throw it away like trash. And a lot of people have thrown their confidence away like it's trash. But the Lord says, you're throwing away the wrong thing. You need your confidence. You need your faith. You need your assurance for where God is getting ready to take you as a church. Don't throw away your confidence, but throw away the garbage that's distracting you from being in place to carry out your assignment here at Church of the Bridge. Anything or anybody that pulls you away from your assignment here is a distraction, and it will absolutely kill your destiny. Psalm 51 and 10 created me a clean heart, renew the right spirit in me. I know we have a lot of fun. I know we like to preach real charismatic, but I get even happier when I discover something wrong in me because now I have discovered what could have been my holdup. And now I could cast it out, get rid of it intentionally so that God can use me the way he wants to use me. Imagine a church where everybody comes burden free. Not to say that you're never going to have any problems, not to say you're never going to have any issues. I'm not that kind of preacher that will try to tell you that when you get saved, life will be perfect. Jesus said in John 16 and 33, in this world, you're going to have trouble. You're going to have some trials. You're going to have some tribulation. But he said, be of good cheer. I've already overcome. Let them deal with it. But don't you hold on to it. Come on, You are not the Holy Ghost. God is the only one that can fix it. If you allow him to. To release it from you. Are you hearing me? Let me give you a few thoughts. A few more thoughts. I gave you a bunch of thoughts. (laughs) Expansion is not all about how I can be pampered more. But it's about how I can serve more. And if we had an organ, Pastor Jose, I would be singing it. Expansion is not about how I can be more revengeful, but how I can forgive and love more. Expansion is not all about how I can hoard up more. You know, hoarders. Y'all know know any hoarders? You might be one. Don't even, don't look, look. I know some hoarders. That spirit trying to get on Madison right now. She's trying to keep everything. Get that stuff out of here. Expansion is not about how I can hoard up more, but how I can what? Give more. In terms of prosperity, and I'll leave you with this. In my life, if my prosperity doesn't serve as a tool to win the loss, it's glamorous poverty. That hit me one day in the car if my prosperity and I I brought it to you today because I want you to declare it if my prosperity if my expansion if my more if my spreading if my increase if it doesn't serve as a tool to win the loss not saying that you can't have a nice home and you can't drive a nice car and you can't take nice vacations I'm not saying that but if that's all you do with your increase It's only glamorous poverty Because there are a lot of people that have a whole lot of money And a whole lot of stuff And that corrupted version of Mimshag is on them But they're dead on the inside That's not the potter's work The potter's work, my God Is always going to begin with his kingdom And always end with his kingdom It's never going to be for the purpose of your own glory. I got so much more, but I'm going to stop here. Last night at the the banquet, the party, the celebration, the well-deserved celebration. I whispered to Dominique, and we both noticed something about you all. I noticed that even though we weren't in the sanctuary, The spirit of worship was still at the silk shop. What's it called? Silk factory. Factory. The spirit of worship was there. Even with the cha-cha slide, I felt the anointing. Take it back now, y'all. One hop this time. I'm sorry, I'm Pentecostal. My wife was out there dancing. I was like, oh, she needs the Holy Ghost. <laughs> but I, I, I noticed uh, this word, avoda. I'm, you're going to speak a whole other language and I'm done. It means to worship, but it goes beyond just worshiping in song and sound, but it goes into how we serve. Listening to the DJ was playing the music. I think it was Jana right? yeah, Yana. Yeah. We've been to so many religious banquets, church banquets and things. And I told Dami, I said, Do you hear what's going on? I said, folk are walking around singing, worshiping, like glad to be here. You all don't function like this is an obligation. Or some type of painful assignment. You all operate like this is your full time life. Like you're always there. What you say? It's your lifestyle. I know that it's your love for God, but it's also the impartation that you've received from your leaders. Now, I want to show you some good news about 2024 being a year of more, and this, what's the word of the day? Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, I want you to memshack people all week, okay, memshack, watch this, I give you permission that if, I always teach people, learn how to win arguments with silence, right? Stop fussing with people, trying to explain stuff to people, always trying to prove people wrong. This year, I'm gonna, I tell people, ignore them. But this year, I'm giving you permission. When somebody's fussing at you, let them go on. All you're going to say is, yeah. you're doing too much. Why are you trying to do this? Why are you trying to do that? You can't be believing God for that. That's too big. You don't need this. You don't need that. You're stretching yourself too much. Don't try to explain your vision. They're not going to understand it. Just look at them. uh, This eye. Mimshack. Are you following me? Well, Church of the Bridge already did 3,000 people at the last trunk of tree. Why they got to try to go for 5,000 this time? Why they got to do this? They got a nice enough church. Why they trying to take over the stadium? Why they down at the waterfront? Why they all up and down Broadway? They can do it once a week. Why they out here every day witnessing? Don't try to explain it. They won't get it. Just tell them. You get the promotion on your job, and somebody at work mad because they've been there 30 years, and you just got there last June, and you're already getting promoted. Don't you explain nothing. Just Mimshack them. The next, the next time the media try to come against your pastor, because I heard about what happened in that paper. I heard email them. Email them. Email the editors. Memshack. Now, that's for your haters, right? I also want you to use that word when somebody comes to you for encouragement. Could we get riled up with our haters? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) memshack. Well, what'd that mean? Go look it up. Matter of fact, watch this. Go to churchatthebridge.com and watch last week's sermon if you want to learn. And then come to church next week so you can hear more about the the, the thing we're talking about. Use it for those that need to be inspired too. Don't just hold up all your energy for them haters. That's a waste. Use that energy on you to help somebody else expand, yeah. increase. Uh, oh man, I'm, I know you're going to church and you're into that Jesus stuff. I want help. Because this is what your prosperity is for, to be the example to those that don't know the Lord. God is my source for success. And when you begin to teach your unsaved family members and your co-workers and your friends, and those of you online, share these lives. Share the messages every time. Because somebody that doesn't know the Lord that wants your life needs to know about Jesus because that's how you got your life. But let me tell you about this Mimshack thing. Then you begin to explain to them. It's the anointing to expand. It's the anointing to increase. And when you've got Jesus in your life, it's not going to happen overnight for you. But come along this journey. It's not about who crosses the finish line that wins. It's about who keeps going. Catch that, catch that. It's not about reaching a goal and stopping. The goal is to be ever evolving. Psalm 133, and I'll close with this. How many times did I say I'm gonna close? (laughs) Don't worry, that's what black preachers do. We close 18 times. Mimshack. Yeah, if you mad, Mimshack. We have Psalm 133, verses, verse number one. I don't even know if I gave that one to him, but this one's just flowing. I feel like it's the best way to close. I gave him like 30 scriptures, I think. But Psalm 133, I'll read it to you. This is Church at the Bridge. It's got it? Let's read it together. And sistering. My grandfather would say that years ago. Now, we often read that first verse, right, and we stop. Growing up in the Church of God and Christ, that was a part of our Sunday school books. We would read that one verse, and that's all we knew. They would use that scripture to open up board meetings and things to keep everybody from fighting. Hey, don't forget what the Bible says. Let's open up. How good it is that we dwell together in unity, guys. But it wasn't just the scripture to bring a call to worship or bring order. It's actually to inspire us as a body. It's prophetic. He says, behold how good and pleasant is that brethren dwell together in unity. Verse number two says, rewind. <laughs> <laughs> it says, read it. It's it like a precious oil on the head, running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron. Pause. Literally. The beard of Pastor Jose. The face of Pastor Annette. Watch this here. Running down. Now, verse number three. Go ahead. It is like the of Earth descending upon the yeah. For there, the Lord the blessing. Commands the what? The blessing. Commands of what? The and then what? That oil that the word is talking about there represents the favor of God. That flows from heaven, from God, to Aaron, to Pastor Jose, Pastor Ned, right? It flows down collar. Just imagine down his roll down to his feet. When the house is unified, that's when the Bible says... It flows to the people. That's why it says how good it is that brethren and sisters dwell together in unity. It will be like, which means as a result of the body remaining on one page and on one accord. I know we're in the house and many of you wanted to be here, but you got stuck because of the snow. You're a part of this flow as well, so get this. When the body is on the same page and remains On the same page, like I said earlier, when there are no enemies on the inside, enemies on the outside have no power on the inside. God has given us all authority when everybody's flowing in mimshak and it's uncorrupted, when everybody's flowing in service, when everybody's flowing in honor, when everybody's giving. When everybody's giving it 1,000% continually and not settling and being satisfied with what God did in 10 years, that was cute. But when we remain on the same page and dwell together, how? He said it would be like oil, a.k.a. favor, flowing from God to your leaders. And it flows to the people. And in that place, he commands the blessing. He commands life forevermore. Life forevermore suggests expansion, growth in time. Limitless experiences of abundance. Memsha. But we've got to be unified. We've got to be on the same page. We've got to stay together. I'm saying this to you as Uncle Marcus and this is why we praised at the beginning of this message to disrupt any hidden trouble that would try to creep up in Church at the bridge after this 10-year celebration. Because what God is going to do in this house and the way that the oil is going to flow in this house, we got to be unified. We have to be distractionless. We have to be focused. And we've got to let the potter do what he's going to do to make us who he needs us to be. To benefit and prosper his kingdom. Mimshak, expand, increase, and spread. Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining us here at Church of the Bridge today. I pray that you had a personal encounter with God, that he spoke to you powerfully, and that he met you at your place of need with this message. I also want to encourage you to go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube page. By doing so, you'll be able to check out past messages, Uh, past events that we've done, you'll also be able to see what's happening now and those things that are to come. And lastly, I'd like to invite you to join with us in all that God is doing with your giving. Feel free to do so on our website. Again, thank you again for joining us and I can't wait to connect with you next week.